0: hey 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 what's up everybody this is real time with prince blue today is august the of it's not august what the hell am i talking about it's october the 11th 2020 and welcome back for another episode of real time with prince blue um i guess y'all already know i'm pissed off like (laughs) like the 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 Eagles. And it's a good show for the Eagles to piss me off because they're part of my anxiety and everything else we're going to talk about when we get into um, mental health issues on a serious note. But before we get into all that, Philadelphia Eagles, you motherfuckers, like, why, 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 why can't I be happy? Why, why? Let me reverse that. Why can't I be happy about you? I'm happy about everything. I'm already about to blow my damn lid. Key, what up? Key's in here. I don't think she's ever been in here. Well, thank you, Key. Real mama eagle up in here. Um This is not on this is not on the offense. No. 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 No, this loss not on my offense. I'm good, real mommy. Eagle, how are you? Thank you for joining in. You're about to see me go off, and I don't, and it's gonna be more than 140 characters on Twitter. Jim Schwartz, for y'all who know, Jim Schwartz is the defensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles, and he's personally, if I can put somebody in a rocket and shoot them to the other fucking side of the sun, it would be him, it would be Nate Gary, and it would be vegetables. i shoot all them shits to the sun at the same damn time. What the hell was that today? Like, what is it? That wasn't defense. It wasn't like Antonio Brown was out there with the Steelers. It wasn't Heinz Ward. It wasn't Jerome Bettis in his prime. It was Big Ray LaFleur's burger in the crew. You couldn't stop the crew. I'm ever since the Super Bowl 2017 when For the most important game in Jim Schwartz's career, he decided to let Tom Brady throw for three fucking miles. This defense has been mediocre at best. But you know what? It's not Jim Schwartz's problem. It's not his fault. You know who fucking fault it is? Brandon Graham. God bless him. He he came a long way to redeem himself for the Earl Thomas pick. For full disclosure, I still think it was the wrong pick at the time. But over time, he's proven that it was the right pick for what we needed to accomplish that we've never done in Philadelphia. And that's win the Super Bowl. But if it wasn't for his strip sack, Jim Schwartz would have been gone. He gave up 832,432.6 yards to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. He decided that in the Super Bowl, I was going to give the greatest quarterback of all time easy completions. Maybe he'll mess up when he gets to the red zone. It's Tom Brady, you moron. But he's the smartest person in the room. The whole Eagles organization is full of smartest people in the room. Howie Roseman. uh, Jim Schwartz. um, Doug Peterson at times. Always, they trying to one-up each other. Just win the goddamn game, fellas. Just win. Do the simple stuff. All week, all day, I got to see rookies from everywhere else killing the damn NFL. What do we get? We get Hightower, who instead of catching the ball run for the first down, he runs backwards. He didn't even run out of bounds. Okay, he wastes the fucking timeout. Then what happens? We get a deep pass where we can get three points, but JJ, Jay Null catches it surprisingly and proceeds to celebrate, even though he needed to spike the ball. Now he wouldn't have made it in time. I get it, but the fact that he got up and celebrated shows you the collective IQ and mental fortitude of these Eagles. I said it before, these Eagle, this Eagles team is very unlikable. The young guns, I like them, like the Ward, Fogel. Shout out to Fogel, man. Walk on the Old Dominion, came in. And just did his thing, man. He's the true story of keep grinding. All you need is a shot. And lucky for him, we got a stupid motherfucker as a GM when it comes to talent that don't know how to draft. And we got, a, we're, the link is on an Indian burial ground, so everybody gets hurt. So Travis Fogum, who was on the Lions practice squad, had a chance, came in, and is doing everything with that chance. That's the type of person you're supposed to cheer in Philadelphia. A person that actually has talent. Not because he's sweating. I would sweat if I played football. That don't mean I'm a good player. That don't mean I work hard. That just means I'm out of shape. That don't mean I'm supposed to be an NFL player. Like, what the hell? We cheering for simple shit. It's like when a man... Uh, like, like Chris Rock says, like when a man uh, takes credit for taking care of his kids, you supposed to you stupid motherfucker. It ain't nothing different. Take care of your kids. I mean, what do you want? Kudos? You either take care of your kids, or the man gets in your business and make you take care of them. Jim Schwartz, do something, man. Like you got to help me out here. You got to help me out here. Like, this is, well, last Sunday we won, but out of the three, the four Sundays I have done this show, three times i came on pissed off. Why? Because the Eagles do it every single time. Like, we, shout out to my mother-in-law. She's a huge Steelers fan. Congratulations, Mimi. I can't even get mad at her. I love her. She's she she's good. But she's um she's I know she's on cloud now, But she knows she knows her son-in-law. She didn't call me and brag and boast. She's just one in peace. Thank you, and thank you, Philadelphia Eagles. Because of you, I have to have the terrible towel in my Abbey and Still Is Fury podcast emblem on my damn Twitter for a whole week. Love football girl. It is amazing how players thrive outside Jim's Jim, Schwartz. Jim Schwartz system is not friendly to anybody other than the defensive line. And hell, they not even it's not even consistent enough for them. Shout out to Papa Low. He the one told me. Uh, Fletcher Cox was the last one to get over 10 sacks in his defense. He's a defensive tackle. This is supposed to be tailor-made. The wide 9 is supposed to be tailor-made for the defensive ends. Right now, it's tailor-made to get on my fucking nerves. That's what it's tailor-made for. That's what it's tailor-made for, to get on my nerves. I can't take it, y'all. I'm like... I'm like, oh man. Anyway, um, I've had it's been an interesting week. Um, uh, for y'all don't know. Um Blue Manor will be up um Wednesday. Wednesday's the closing date. Um, as you can see, I got nothing except the uh nothing in the background because everything's been packed up. All I I told him. Don't do anything. Don't take Bob Ross. Bob Ross always stays. He's my spiritual animal. Bob Ross. But he stays with me. But uh, close of the day is Wednesday. Everything's packed up. And, you know, we met with the CPI guy and all that good stuff. Can't wait, man. Iron Apache asked me Does Blue Manor come with imp- impetra- uh, I can't say that word. Impetrateable? How do you say that? Oh, whatever. Does it come with what? Locked Wi-Fi? Now see, I don't know if I'm coming through stagnant or anything to y'all. Let me know if my Wi-Fi is jacked up to y'all. If it is, I can't help it. Just stay strong, please, because I'm way up in the back room and the way this thing was built is like a bunker up here. All right. My man Joe Ruin said I'm good. My quote unquote stalker, because of, let me Y'all know on this show, I you know people always say what? They say they say don't give people energy cuz if you give them energy um You know what? I'm I'm a pivot. I'm a pivot. Uh love football girl just asked me about the furniture. That's what I wanted to talk about. Ashley home room furniture, whatever the hell your damn name is. We went and paid for our furniture in August. We didn't put it on layaway. We didn't say, oh, I don't know. We paid. So when you pay, I'm thinking we're going to get our shit on time. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. They call a week before. Hey, uh, yeah, this is this is uh, Bob from Home Furniture. How you doing? First of all, don't ask me how I'm doing. You got to give me some dumbass news. I'd rather you just be like, yo, what's up? Uh, you ain't getting your shit on time. Just do that. Don't ask me how I'm doing. Because you really don't give a shit. Anyway, so they're like, hey, you won't get your uh stuff until uh November, right before Thanksgiving. Okay, motherfuckers. How how long did y'all know that we wasn't gonna get our furniture? I I, I just roundabout guess. Because when we paid for it. Y'all should have had it there, but what did you do? You screwed me and my family over, but I'm not going to let that, I'm not going to let that get into it because we're still moving. Everything is still good. Um, the house is up. Everything is good. All we got to do is just move in. So I'm good with that. And if we don't have a little bit of furniture, that's all right. It's all right. We got the most essential stuff. We got each other and we got enough furniture to make it work. And hell, y'all know, come on, black people, even some of my white people. We can make stuff work. I mean, listen, long as it's a floor four walls, you got somewhere to sleep. I mean, it is what it is, you know. But it's the principle of it. And then they hit us with the old, well, you can always cancel. Well, no shit. No shit we could can cancel, but we ain't got enough time to pivot and get something on time. And then I tweeted you, and then somebody reached out to me, and they ain't reached back out since. So you know what? If you do any business with Ashley Home Furniture, don't. They stink. Their customer service stink. Their delivery stink. The person that drives the delivery truck stinks. The person in admin stinks. The only person that didn't stink was the person that took our money on time. Asshole. With that being said, um, I wanted to also address let me see this asshole on Twitter, what is his name, Mike Morassas, whatever his name is, so let me do this. Let me set this right i got a I got a guy ruined today right here, my man Joe, one of the coolest fellas you'll get. I get him because he's sarcastic like me, he's quick, he's funny, he's on his feet, well. We was talking football with somebody else, and then a the dude came out of nowhere. Won't you go stroke Prince Blue? Cause that's what you do. First of all, why is another grown man your concern? Like, why is it your concern who I'm cool with? Like, he was legit mad. It sounded like he had that on a he had that in the holster. It was like if I would have been like. Hey, bacon and eggs is my favorite sandwich. Fuck you. You always talking about Prince Blue. I'm like, damn, dude, like what? I am Prince Blue. And and bacon is good on a sandwich. Why the fuck you mad at me? Then he went into this whole, yo, damn, do you ever not tweet? Uh, what, Uh, what? Do you have anything to do? Your family must get tired of you being in your phone all day. First of all, I'm going to tell you all again. See, this is the thing about social media. It allows people to say some of the most foul shit because they ain't going to get checked. None of 10 ain't going to get checked because they from somewhere else. But let me tell you something. It's certain things I keep mental checks of. One is when the Eagles are playing. Two is when you say something about my fucking family. So I'm going to tell y'all one more time. If you got a problem with me, have a problem with me. I could take it. I'm a big boy. You know, I'm trying to get small. I'm a big boy. I could take it. But you start talking about my family. I keep those mental notes because, see, what y'all don't realize is this pandemic ain't going to last all the fucking time. And for the last time, when people ask me, what do I do all day? Nothing, because I earned the right to retire at 38, so I don't have to do nothing. So you know what that means? I got all fucking day to be petty. All day to come up with ways to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? So guess what? Mike Marasas or whatever the fuck your name is who decided to tweet a picture of a Kia Stinger. Like that shit is rare like a Maserati. I don't give a fuck about your Kia Stinger. It's a Kia Stinger. My wife's Telluride at one of those last week. It's a Kia Stinger. He posted it like it was a goddamn, like it was a Maserati. Like, him and Rick Ross was in line to get only two in the world, and he got the second one. It's a Kia Stinger, bitch. Then he proceeds to say, it's a $50,000 automobile. Well, good for you. Okay. You look like you save you save good money not shaving, not bathing. You look like you sell popsicles out of a briefcase. You look like your day is predicated on selling ice cream so kids can get to the popsicle sticks. Tough life. I ain't got to work that motherfucking day in my life. Ever! Ain't that right, Bob? See, Bob's talking to me. Yo, Bob told me, don't even don't even give me your energy, but Bob, I have to. This is this what I do, Bob. It's it's called Real Time Prince Poo Podcast for the Patty, Bob. Bob said he understands. So, do not talk about my kids. Do not talk about my wife. I'm telling you. I will I I will end you. Like, don't. Like, I got time. I got all day to come up with weird shit. Like, I like, oh man, like. Oh yeah. And then see this is the thing this is what's great about being me and being who i am i don't have to pretend to be anybody and people like me and people naturally want to see me succeed right so when the guy comes at me i start getting messages messages of girls who says he was in my dms being a creep so i said hey listen it's levels to this shit guy don't come for me. I'm telling you, by the way, stay out of women's DMs because it's not a good look. Then he proceeds to tweet, show me the DMs where I'm being creepy. And then guess what somebody did? Guess what somebody did? They showed me your, your, uh, they showed me what you tweeted. I'm not going to say the girl's name, but this is what you said. You're killing your workouts. You look great. She said, thank you. You said we should go out together sometime. Zero to 100. Zero to 100. Hi, how you doing? Hey, want to see my dick? That's what you said. You might as well. Damn. Good morning. Hey, you want to go out sometime? God. Yo, let me drink my coffee. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish we should go out together sometime and then the vanilla queen held it down she said i have a boyfriend but i'm down to meet some new friends here he go yeah absolutely we're sport we're philly sports fans so we will make good friends i think lol you pathetic bastard you so damn pathetic pathetic hell yeah he shot from half court, Dust Ball 1986. He shot from half court and missed. Welcome, Danny Green, you dumbass. On what planet, when you say hi, do you follow up with, we should go out together sometimes? This ain't saved by the bell. And first of all, ain't more than one person fitting in no damn Kia Stinger. What, you going to take the seats out? I don't know. I guess you wasn't impressed with your Kia Stinger. Anytime you got to say the price of your car, you know it's shitty. Because the other person thinking the same thing. Like, damn, yo. But, man, this is an $80,000 automobile. It's still shitty. I'm telling you, man, there's levels to this. I got more. I got more. I got more screenshots too. do like don't don't do it don't don't do it like i got all day i'm retired i could be a professional troll for hire i don't know i could make up any damn thing i'm not dependent on a paycheck that's the worst thing that could have happened to me because now i can say whatever the hell i want i ain't got to worry about that i'm gonna I'm a call to the police department and tell them, you out here saying awful things to people. And you supposed to protect the community. Nah, not no more. Now, nah. all, all I got to worry about is protecting my family 100%. 24-7. I have, there ain't no shackles on me. There ain't no chains on me. Telling y'all, don't listen. Yeah. Don't. Okay? Don't, just don't do it just don't do it um he he don't block my girl terry my sis terry he blocked her uh dude just but you know what he reminds me of y'all know those movies where the guy comes home from the rough day at work he got the briefcase you don't know what he's selling he probably sell like loose leaf paper to uh schools where they could buy it in bulk at staples he like that type of salesman he sells shit that you could buy somewhere easier. And now he's struggling. He's struggling. He like, hey, listen, uh, Charlotte school system, I got loose leaf paper. I got loose leaf paper that I want to sell you. And the school system, like, uh we we buy our paper in bulk from a supplier. Why would we need to buy loose leaf paper from you? Brent says he makes 50k a year as a personal banker and his car is 50,000. So, you in the red or something, personal banker? First of all, what personal banker buys a 50,000-dollar kid stinger? Listen, and my homegirls, listen. Listen, I, t- I told y'all, don't do this. I got people saying, listen, he a loser. He loaned his money. He lives in a 164000 townhouse with a kid stinger. Listen, listen, don't, look, oh, man, don't, don't come for me, yo. Don't come for me. Like, stay in your lane. Like, do what you do. Like, don't worry about who likes me, who don't like me. You sound like a nagging ass housewife, like you worried about what another grown man does. I like don't do that, yo. Know? <sighs> well, now that that's out the way, let's get into the the annual LeBron James versus Michael Jordan goat debate. Ding ding a ding ding, ding 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 ding. And why did we bring this up? because LeBron James is getting scolded for doing what he was supposed to do now hear me out I'm gonna give LeBron some slack that was absolutely the right basketball play you had three people shit you even had you even had the ghost of uh uh the ghost of Dr. Bus defending you, too, on that play. So you pass to a wide-open Danny Green, and he clanks it. Absolutely the, the right basketball play. But Danny Green didn't make it. And that means you got to play another game. A game that Michael Jordan makes sure he never go past. See, this is the thing. When you in the conversation with the greatest of all time, when you in the, when you in the conversation with the greatest of all times, you get graded on great shit. I mean, I, I don't make the rules. I don't make them. Like Lyle. Where's Lyle at? He's the number one LeBron James fanboy. Three and nine and finals appearances and you the goat versus a man that's six and oh six finals mvps oh yeah by the way um tops and points assists defensive categories everything else the ultimate assassin ultimate winner sociopath on the way he went about his business on the court michael jordan would take michael jordan would take it personal if you said good morning too slow to him come out and put 40 on you that's that's who that's who who we're putting in the conversation with lebron be honored that you're in that conversation but if you're the goat no 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 and no, for the people at home, no, it's not about it's not all about rings, because then Robert Ori will be the GOAT, Bill Russell will be the GOAT. It's with context. And Michael Jordan is the, he's probably the only player that the other top five that people put in the category, they all say no, it's that guy. <laughs> so what are we arguing about? I'm just a fat. I'm just a fat, diabetic guy trying to live. I ain't played the game. But you got people that played the game at the highest level who say, hey, look at that guy. No, MJ's the guy. I appreciate you putting me in the top five, but MJ's the guy. I don't know what to tell you, LeBron James people. It quiet Listen, people even got an argument about beam rest in peace beam like are you even better than cold i didn't say lebron wasn't type uh top five papa Low. i didn't say he wasn't top five i just said he's not the goat but he's not that he's not that that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying all right now um Uh, before my next guest comes on, um, I want to set this up proper by, um, yesterday was mental awareness day, I believe, or mental health day or something like that. So, um, that made me pivot and made me think about people that are going through things out there, people that may be struggling with some issues. And then I had a young lady on my Twitter that said, why don't anybody ever talk about anxiety the anxiety that's so bad you think everybody is against you nobody wants you around the things that make you want to cry all day and that hit me hard because that's just one person that's out there and think that nobody cares about what she's going through or nobody talks about what she's going through so that made me pivot and I wanted to spend a good bulk of my show talking about mental health and how to cope with it and how to get it diagnosed, like all the things that go with it. So, you know, I was I figured, you know, I bring somebody on that can. That can talk about it and um, shed some light on it and answer some questions that any of you may have. Um, to my wa- uh yes i sent the link to your email if you're listening i sent it to your email so i was looking for a guest to um come on somebody a therapist somebody that could talk and answer questions and slash <laughs> hello you're married to one ding 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 yes the guest that's coming on will be my lovely and smart, intelligent, uh, all of the attributes that you can apply to a woman. Good attributes, by the way. My um, my half, my good half, my better half, my wife, Tyka Blue, who's also a licensed clinical social worker. And she's also a mogul. She opened her own business this year. It's called Essential Wellness Counseling. Um, she has been a licensed clinical social worker for a long time. Let me read you her bio. Um, she is a duly licensed psychotherapist based in the greater Charlotte area. Here to guide you through life's most complex and difficult matters. Since 2009, she has provided a number of specialized therapeutic services to those dealing with challenging life experiences. Her client's well-being is her number one priority. And I can say that she's 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 very good at what she does. Um, She specializes in working with adults and children who may be suffering from trauma, depression or anxiety. Her therapist style is a blend of motivational interviewing with a holistic twist. Uh, She's worked with unique populations throughout her career. She specializes in addiction, dual diagnosis, domestic violence, family conflict, grief, relationship, stress, life transitions, and working with individuals with special needs. As a therapist, she has worked to develop tailored treatment plans to the best of her clients' needs. And she is very good. And she's also a vegetarian. Yes, Ruin, she's a vegetarian, and we can trust her. <laughs> Can't trust nobody that don't. Come on, man. Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, come on, man. Um, But, yeah, so we're going to talk about um mental health. And we're going to get into it. And it'll probably get uncomfortable, but please, if you have anything to share or you have any questions for my wife, uh, please don't be scared to post them. If you want to join in and ask a question, please let me know. I'll post the link. And y'all can come in and y'all can ask questions, and my wife will answer it. It's open, y'all. And she's in the lobby. And I'm going to make her wait a little more because this is my show. And I got the power, so I'm going to make her wait a couple more seconds. Okay, I'm going to bring her in because I don't want no static. So, everybody, welcome, Taika Blue, my wife. Where is she? There she is. Hello. Hello, beautiful. How are you? I'm good.
1: Um, You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's wrong? I'm hearing double, though.
0: You're hearing double?
1: Yeah. I'm good. Hold on, let
0: me figure Uh-oh. this out. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, while you figure it out, Um. won't you uh tell everybody um what made you get into uh, mental health and being a therapist?
1: Why am I hearing double?
0: I don't know, but I just asked you a question. Did you hear me?
1: I can hear you, but it's but
0: you're hearing double. I wonder if you're hearing double.
1: Okay, take me out and I'm gonna come back in. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. See, we got technical difficulties. See there, can't see. So Ruin, Guess what? We can't trust the therapist. Can't trust the no, not a therapist. We can't trust the vegetarian. Oh yeah. There you go. See? Karate Mark with the clutch. If you hear me, honey, he says to turn off your mic while I'm talking and then turn it back on when when I ask you a question. I guess that'll work. But while she's getting that fixed, um, mental health is something that I think a lot of people struggle with and a lot of people do not necessarily know how to get help or how to cope with it and i think it's very important that we monitor our mental health as much as we want to be like we spend all this money on phys, all our physical well-being we go to gyms we get therapy. i mean we get uh personal trainers we work out we eat good we get we take medicine we do all this stuff but when it comes to mental health, we just we just freeze up when it comes to getting help about it. OK, we're going to add her back in. All right. Hi. Do you hear double now? No, I don't.
1: That was my fault. Okay.
0: Sorry. I was. clicking okay. two different browsers. It's always the one. <laughs> That's um, so, honey, again, tell everybody what made you get into uh, therapy.
1: So the reason I decided to become a therapist myself was because um, I went to therapy, Um, not something that I commonly share with everybody. But when I first seen a therapist, I was in grad school for the first time And all of a sudden, I noticed that I couldn't get out of bed. I had no motivation to do anything. I was sad all the time. I was crying. It was just a lot going on. Um, And I couldn't quite understand why I was, you know, typically very motivated, loved doing a lot of things. But I was just so sad to the point that I didn't care about anything. Um, And so... I couldn't, you know, shake it off. So I went to a therapist for the first time um, in grad school, and she told me something that, you know, kind of brought me pause. She said that, you know, you've been through so much in your life that you have took everything that you went through and just kind of like shoved it in the closet. And I had did that for so long to the point that the closet door just kind of broke open and everything just kind of hit me all at once. And I just couldn't do anything. Um, So that was kind of the reason that shifted me from going to school to be a pastor. Some of you probably don't know that, but some of you do. Um, (laughs) From going to school to become a pastor to becoming a therapist, because it really helped me. um, It really helped me so much. Um, And she really helped break a lot of things down to me. So that was kind of the reason I started um, the whole path to
0: um, mental health. Okay. Um so all right. So um and then you've uh you've had excellent practice because you've been with me since 2012. <laughs> so you've been you've been you've had your chances. And then for full disclosure, you always sometimes I have to tell you to turn it off sometimes because you always you um i'll be kind of wondering if i'm getting taika the wife or taika the therapist and sometimes sometimes it's hard to separate it so when we're talking about mental health and getting help what are some of the signs you think that uh when people see it or they feel it um what are some of the signs that something that you it may be something wrong out of your control
1: Right. So um, like I described, you know, for me personally, it was just a sudden change in, you know, your daily routine, sudden change in your mood. So for example, if you're typically a go-getter, you're a person that, you know, really likes to, you know, go do things and all of a sudden you just want to lay in bed. Yeah. Every day somebody may just want to lay in bed and be lazy, but this is to the point that you just feel like you can't do anything. Some people may not brush their teeth. They may not take a shower. They just a drastic change in, in, in their mood and their daily activities. Another thing that a person may notice is that, um, you know, kind of like sometimes a lack of sympathy, a lack of emotion, um, just sudden, you know, maybe become, maybe becoming angry, um, you know, for, for no apparent reason. It could be like crying spells. It, you know, it could be a heightened sense of paranoia. It just depends on which mental illness is um, presenting itself. But a way to tell usually is just, you know, the first thing a person would generally notice is just a change in um, their activity or the things that they like to do no longer
0: interest them anymore okay that that um that's that's why i like that the fact that my show um with my show is you know everybody knows real time prince blue because i'm I'm real. I'm full. I'm fully transparent. And I've always been transparent to people that follow me on social media about my my own bouts with um, mental mental health issues. Like I told everybody that I was diagnosed as major depressive way back in 2007. Like I would just get I would want to be in a room. I would I would um, stay in a room for days. I wouldn't go anywhere um i wouldn't talk with people like i'll totally shut myself off i'll always be upset um i would go through these spells where i would just be on some pretty destructive like behavior in my own right like it can be it could be severe uh shopping it could be severe like just out there just doing any and everything to fill any void in which I had and I knew something was wrong because it's just not normal and people around me knew something was wrong because they knew well when Blue is at work you know he's engaging he's funny like we can't get him to shut up blah blah blah. but then the next day he'll be like you know like I don't feel like talking to anybody or shut himself off for or five days at a time sometimes more and i just knew i had to go get help now fortunately i'm i was in the military so i can just go get help and just talk to somebody but people that's going through it now they either first think it financially they're thinking that people are going to say they're soft um nothing wrong with them black people we're notorious for praying away You know, all types of other things that, you know, you may be going through something, but you need an outside voice. So what are some of the barriers that you're seeing when it comes to people seeking help um, when they have any type of mental health issue? Right. I
1: think you said it, a lot of it, Um, especially in the black community there's a stigma that, you know, if you go to a therapist or if you take medications for a mental illness, um, you know, you're you're just crazy. Um and, you know, sometimes I've heard people say, you know, those medications, that's a mental illness is a white people thing when that's not the case. Mental illness affects everybody, white, black, um, Asian, Hispanic, you know, you name it, it affects every every race. Um so Uh, that's that's the biggest barrier is that people are afraid that you know they're going to be judged that people are going to think that you know they can't hold down a job they can't be alone with their kids they can't you know do a lot of things when that when that's not the case so the biggest barrier is that you know the stigma of, of mental health um and then the next thing is um a person who may be very religious or, you know, come from a religious upbringing um, or, you know, raised in a church or whatever the case is. A lot of times the people will say um, that if there's a, men- a mental illness present is due to um, there being like a demonic spirit or all kinds of things like that. And so people have been taught to just pray it away when that's not the case. So that's when you get a lot of times when people Trying to learn how to cope and deal with their mental health on their own, that's when you know people start smoking weed. A lot of people start smoking weed a lot of times because they're trying to balance out their mood. You know, there's a such thing as mood stabilizers. That's the medication that works, but people try to balance out their mood by you know smoking weed to kind of calm them down. You hear that a lot, like I need to be calm so I'm gonna smoke weed. Um and then, as you know, I'm trying not to be on a soapbox here, um, <laughs> weed is a gateway drug, and, you know, most of the time it never stops there. So, you know, you're smoking weed, you're drinking alcohol, you know, alcohol makes you tend to, you tend to forget a lot of things when you're drinking alcohol. You can be fun, you can be your true self a lot of the times, but that's another way of coping um, and dealing with a mental illness, like tra- past trauma and things like that. Um, and then as you know, like it goes from that to popping pills to, you know, snorting coke to, you know, you name it, it happens. So that's what happens with a lot of people. They start treating their own mental illness with um, substance abuse. Um, and so that's that's another like stigma that, you know, you can just drink it away or whatever the case is. And then a, a huge thing is like the cost. So, um, of course, seeing a therapist costs money. So a lot of people sometimes are turned away just because they feel like it's not accessible to them or, you know, they may not have transportation to get there or they may not be able to find a therapist that looks like them. And, you know, I never take offense to anyone who feels like, you know, they want to see a therapist that's their same race, their same gender or whatever the case is. So um, you want to find someone that you feel comfortable with. So that's that's another huge thing as um, as far as, as far as a barrier. I mean, we can kind of go through a whole lot of barriers, but those are, I think, the, the top ones that, that
0: I see. Now, um, since you and I have been together, um, mm-hmm. I've been to several therapists, like I'm seeing mm-hmm. therapists now um, for um, my mental illnesses, and you you try to go through things and you try to rationalize it, but sometimes you just can't do it on your own and you need to go for help. And sometimes if you go without help for a long time, other things manifest itself as well. And sometimes when you, you could go long without, you may have a diagnosis, you may not know. So let's talk about for, you know, for full disclosure. So I've been having issues with my major depressive pressure for a long time as you already know and there's also been other times to where let's say for instance um i'm coming to you i'm like hey baby i want to do i want to be a sports agent i'm gonna go to school i'm gonna do this i'm gonna i'm gonna get in these classes and stuff like that I get you really excited, pumped up about it. You'll look up stuff. And then the next day you'll come to me and you'll be like, Hey, I was looking at these classes. You should do this. You do that. And then I'm looking at you like, I don't want to do that. That's stupid. Like who wants to like, nobody wants to do that. And then you're like, uh, you literally last night, you told me you wanted to change the NFL. Now you're like, I don't want to do that. That's stupid. Mm -hmm. And then there were times where, you know, we're about to move into a brand new house. We got everything. We're blessed. I'm retired. I don't have to work another day in my life. If I. If, uh Lord forbid anything was to to me, y'all are taken care of for the rest of you your lives. And you couldn't understand why still I was not happy. One day I'll be happy. Then the next day I won't be happy. One day I'll be happy. Then the next day I won't be happy. So, you know, I went to I went to. um I go to the VA for counseling or whatever. And I talk to multiple therapists and then, you know, they do all types of tests and all that stuff. And just recently I talked to my psychiatrist who, you know, she was, she checks up on me and she's like, Hey, how's your medicine working? How's it doing for you? And I would tell her, Hey, well, you know, I'm really irritable. I'm snapping on people. I'm yelling at people. I have so much energy. Some days, some days I just want to be in a bed and that's when she came back to me and she was like uh um she looked in my chart and she saw that back when I back when I was coming out of the um the military they I had to take this test where you take this test and then I remember the results they said hey the results are so uneven and unbalanced like there's something else there but of course I was on my way out so I didn't you know I was like whatever so I went through all this time. So fast forward, I'm talking to my therapist, um, my psychiatrist, and then she brought it up to me. She was like, "Hey," um, she was like, "There's there's a very good possibility that you're uh, bipolar too," and then she hit me with that. And you know, I looked at you, and I was like, I came and immediately told you, and you was like, <laughs> I mean, pretty much, you was like, "Honey, I mean." I mean, I saw the signs myself, but, you know, I I have to balance that. So I had to hear it from three other people. So, yes, just recently I was diagnosed with bipolar two disorder and that rocked me. More meds, more medicine. Then immediately, you know, the, the side where you don't know, you just hear bipolar. And you all may think, oh, my God, am I going to jump off a bridge? Oh, my God, am I going to run into traffic? Mm-hmm. But. I had to get clarification of, you know, there's two different, there's bipolar one and there's bipolar two. Can you break down what's the difference between bipolar one and bipolar two?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. I know that had to be tough to talk about because again, yeah, there's my a heart is beating fast. <laughs> <laughs> there's a <laughs> stigma that, you know, Oh my God, he has bipolar two. He must be real crazy. You guys have heard and seen Prince, you know, over the last couple months, you know, he's the same Prince that you that you know um, and love. So um, it doesn't make him any different, doesn't make him any less of a man, doesn't make him any less of a father. It just means that now we know how to cope and deal with, you know, when, you know, there are different phases of, you know, the bipolar disorder. So bipolar one is the one that most people are familiar with. So someone that has the clear-cut um well most of the time clear-cut distinction between the manic phase and the depressive phase so the manic phase is you know that phase where you have these grandiose ideas you can conquer the world um it may be like shopping sprees involved there may be a person who could care less about consequences of you know the law their loved ones there's you know it's it's just a, a a huge difference like they may they could stay up all night without sleep. Um, you know, they're just what people would describe. You know, sometimes it's hyper, but it's, it's called manic. So usually um, during this time, um, it usually... the the manic phase sometimes can last at least a week or or longer. Um, And sometimes the moods are very elevated. um, And sometimes that person's thoughts are racing like really fast. Um, And then sometimes, um, you know, they may just feel the pressure to keep talking. So they may talk really fast if they're in that manic phase um, and they usually believe that they can do anything. And sometimes it works out in their favor where they can do anything more than, you know, a person who you know needs more sleep would be able to do um, and so then that's where you get sometimes if a person isn't diagnosed um, they may start using substances to kind of cope and deal with that um, that manic phase but then on the flip side of that with bipolar one is you know they may go into these oppressive phases where you know they may become very suicidal um, not meaning that they're acting on it but they may have a lot of suicidal ideations like thoughts of suicide that just keep going through their mind over and over over and over again. There may not be anything that triggered them. It, it doesn't have anything to do with like a traumatic event that had just happened. It just had the, the depressive phase just happens in um, and, and bipolar one disorder like that. Um, and it definitely is treated well with medications. Medications is needed while bipolar one disorder. Um, they they most of the time need a mood stabilizer and another medication to go along with that. Um, So that's bipolar one disorder. Bipolar two is what you describe Prince in you, where you don't typically have like a week long or longer phases of of a manic phase. It may come where, you know, like you described, you may want to, you can conquer the world in a day. You sometimes may have like some grandiose ideas. um, And then, you know, all of a sudden you know, you kind of just don't feel like doing any of it. Um, But the big distinction is that with bipolar 1, there's a a longer um, phase of manic in in most cases. Of course, there's no textbook answer where all of it looks the same, but that's what bipolar 1 and 2 looks like.
0: Yeah, and when I was going through mine, like, you know when i go through mine it's like everybody knows you know i love like sneakers i love clothes i love video games and, and like, like i, would, I just, would just i would, I would process, process it in my in my own way to where like some people cope with drugs some people cope with uh uh bad sexual behavior some people will cope with different types of things my yeah like my like my my mother-in-law said the guitar phase it was a phase where i legit <laughs> thought i was going to be prince like i was going to be prince singer. like my wife is like I, I like i get into these things like i like i look up stuff like she'll tell you i watched guitar players for like three weeks on youtube i watched the same video over and over and over and over and over then i went to the guitar center Bought me a guitar and I played it for like two days and then I put it up. That, that's some of the stuff that like, you know, and the way now remind you, I, I've been going through this as a police officer. So you got to add all that extra whatever I go through there. And that was part of the, the issue that people you know, they couldn't quite understand, because y'all know me, I make jokes, I troll, I laugh, you know, but then y'all see me, y'all be like, damn, Blue fired off like 50 tweets in like an hour, like, you know, that's, I'm going through my phase, I got stuff that's here, and I, and I gotta release it, I gotta find a way to, to, to work through it, and that's one of my coping mechanisms is getting it out, um, so, you know, I, you know, when you go through things like myself and others, you know, it's a good thing to have a support system, which I have. Um, And it was hard. Like, still, like, most of my family, they just found out that I was recently diagnosed with bipolar 2. Um, you know, because you, there's a stigma with it. You, you know, you, you don't want people to be like, he ain't gonna hold my kids. Or, I, I don't know. I don't trust them. Like, don't let them drive my car. Like, no, it's not like that. I take medicines, I do what I need to do. Um, like, yeah, like love football girl said yesterday I was stuck on over the top. Like, I couldn't, like, I was just over the top all day. The movie over the top, over the top. Those are times when I'm going through that, but it's just so weird, and it's kind of funny. Like, my wife is laughing, like, but I work my issues out through other means. It's just weird, like. <laughs> over-the-top movie quotes or hey honey I'm gonna be a guitar player I'm gonna take us out of this out of this world like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a living being a guitar player and my wife's like okay honey yeah <laughs> but get but you know what that's how I work through things and luckily I don't have any dangerous behaviors but that's part of some of the things that goes on with mental illness and with people trying to cope. Now, I do want to ask you about the dangerous side to not getting the proper help Mm -hmm. and the proper diagnosis Mm -hmm. or even if you have a diagnosis at all, because most of it is trust. Like, how do you know for sure that your diagnosis it's set. I said, like, for me, it came from three doctors. Mm-hmm. Three doctors and multiple tests. Yeah. So, there you go. It's like, after a while, you're like, what you gonna do, you know? Mm-hmm. So, how, how do you how do you explain that to people when they think something may be wrong and they get a diagnosis they may agree with it or they may not agree with it? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's, that's true. So, here's the thing. It depends on where you go. So, if you're going, let's say, for instance, A person, you know, what we, a lot of people like to say, have a psychotic break um, and they need to be hospitalized. You know, when some people call it a psych ward, some people call it the crazy house. Some people call it all types of things. So that's not what it's called. It's an inpatient mental health, um, you know, hospital. So if a person needs to go to a place like that, they may see someone, a doctor there, um, you know, while they're hospitalized for seven days or whatever the case is. And that psychiatrist, therapist, or whatever the case is, may not know them really well, may not know what their past behaviors are, so they may just diagnose them based upon what they see right then and there. Um, and so it's best to, you know, establish a relationship with um, with a psychologist, psychiatrist, or a therapist. Now, some people, of course, don't need all three. Um, it just depends on what the diagnosis is. So, you know, Absolutely. if you've been seeing, <laughs> if you so let me the, the difference is so a psychiatrist that's d they're a doctor of medicine they they prescribe medications. So when you see a psychiatrist, they're they're usually gonna spend about 15, 20 minutes talking to you, sometimes longer. Um, and then they're gonna prescribe the medication, but they're always gonna say you need to also see a therapist as well. So you'll see the therapist usually once a week, depending on your diagnosis. Um, And then you'll see the psychiatrist usually every four to six weeks, again, depending on your diagnosis, um, so they can manage your medications. Um, So it's usually good to have a team. um, But if you're dealing with something like um, generalized anxiety disorder, um, sometimes people don't tend to see a therapist and a psychiatrist in that case. Um, they may just see a therapist and kind of work on some coping skills and you know things like that to kind of work through that not meaning they don't need medication but it just depends but if a person has something like um, like depression um, there's so many different phases and you know things that deal with depression that sometimes they may see a, a psychiatrist um, as well some people go to their primary care doctor to get a referral as well so to, to answer your question it's good to <laughs> establish a good relationship with a um with a clinician um before you know you before you're diagnosed like that way they can kind of see the big picture usually they're going to do a a formal assessment um usually that assessment could last about 90 minutes it could last longer um and that's how they generally can they'll generally diagnose you at that time
0: and that's a good point because me personally i have a team (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have a team. I have a therapist, I have a psychiatrist, I have you, and I have my PlayStation. Those are my those are my teams. Yeah, that's your mm-hmm. uh, but like my man Ruin said, like yesterday I told you, and this brings up a good point. He said, My anxiety has often kept me home because the mm-hmm. thoughts of different situations stress me out. Mm-hmm. And like I told you yesterday, it was a young woman who said, Why doesn't anybody ever talk about anxiety and Mm -hmm. the kind of anxiety that makes you think everybody's against you and you're never Mm -hmm. good enough and nothing's ever good enough Mm -hmm. um that goes along with not only is there a stigma in the mental health community but there's always this like people immediately told me like some people was like ah your bipolar don't sound as bad as the other bipolar like you don't know that you don't know that. Like, you can't say, oh, anxiety, that's, if you can have anything, have anxiety. You don't mm-hmm. understand how debilitating mm-hmm. somebody's mental illness can be. So when you say stuff like, oh, you trigger, oh, you crazy, oh, this, oh, that, like, You got to be careful how you talk to people and how you address people. You may think you're trying to help, but you never know. That person may really be feeling like this is the end. And what you say to them may be the tip of the iceberg. Like, if you don't know what to say, then don't say anything. Just say, I'm here for you. Do you need me to call anybody? If you need help, I can help you find somebody. Don't start saying, oh, you'll be fine. You'll be all right. You don't know that. So what do you say to those people that think what they're going through isn't to the level that they need help or it isn't as bad as other people's? Yeah.
1: Um so unfortunately a lot of people use the term bipolar all the time. You know, they think I it's like that word you now. know, they're just like, Oh, you you're just bipolar. And it. That's not what it means. I know a lot of people have heard, you know, about Kanye West. Of course, you know, I can't diagnose him. Not his therapist, not his psychiatrist, any of those things. But you know, from my understanding, I think. Um, Kanye has said that he has bipolar disorder. Um, and you know, a lot of people like to say things like, Oh, he must be off his meds because he's acting like this and he's acting like that. It could, that could be the case, but you know, you don't know that. So, you know, just because of how Kanye West presents with his bipolar disorder, as he described, um, doesn't mean that that's how uh, Joe Blow is going to present either everybody's, um, Everybody presents differently, um, so you know it's not it's not a good thing to throw those terms out there, such as um, bipolar or you just bipolar because you're crazy or whatever the case is. And with anxiety disorder, generalized anxiety disorder, it is very debilitating. It's so debilitating, sometimes um, people cannot you know keep a job because they're they're so they have this this worry about things that's completely out of their control is the worry is excessive, it's it's persistent, and it's sometimes unreasonable. Um, Like a person could, you know, be working somewhere and they're they're so afraid that somebody um, may... Um, think they're not doing a good job and they're going to get fired, or you know, with anxiety disorder, you there's a lot of like physical symptoms that people have, such as like uh, sweating. You know, we get nervous sometimes, people sweat when they get nervous, but this is like a sweat that covers your whole body, um, you know, covers your clothes. So if you're working, um, and somebody says something to you that makes you, you know, a little nervous, or um, sorry, Kristen distracting me. Um, then that that may you know that has to do with anxiety disorder. Also, anxiety disorder can cause you may notice like the digestive um, symptoms with it. Like a lot of times, you know, when people get nervous, they feel like they have the bubble guts or their stomach is in knots. But a person with generalized anxiety disorder feels that all the time. Like their stomach stomach constantly feels like it's in knots, or your heart a person's heart may be beating constantly all the time. Just the thought of answering the phone, just the thought of, you know, going to the grocery store, just the thought they're not even physically doing it. Just the thought of, you know, um, meeting a stranger, like they, they're sweating, their stomach is in knots, um, you know, so point so bad to the point they can't leave their home. Um, so those are some of the symptoms. And then you hear a lot of people like throw around the term, oh, I feel like I'm having an anxiety attack. An anxiety attack is real, you know, so bad to the point people feel like they're having a heart attack. A lot of people present to the emergency room thinking they're having a heart attack. when in reality is it's anxiety, um, and you know it can get really bad. So if a person does feel like they're having you know some of those symptoms, it could be a good idea to start seeing a therapist just to kind of figure out what are some of the triggers, like what are some of the things that you may be feeling um, in regards to anxiety. This where um, that that's a, a huge one um, as well, and then depression. I hear a lot of people. I mean, it's it's common, you know, like, oh, I just feel so depressed today. And that could be the case that you're just not feeling like yourself today. But true depression, like like I think I've described before, um, can't get out of bed, um, poor concentration, loss of joy and pleasure, fatigue. Like, you may have slept all day, but still, that's not enough sleep for that person. Um, they may start to withdraw from their f- friends and family. They may start to, like, kind of... Um, you know, throw arguments out there just so they don't have to be around people. They become very, very irritable, um, lack of motivation. So you may see a person that was a go-getter who don't want to do nothing at all. Um, you may notice a change in their They're eating habits where they may lose a lot of weight or they may gain a lot of weight. Some people may use food to cope and deal with um, their depression, you know, so bad to the point where they become morbidly, you know, obese or so bad to the point where, you know, they're very um, fragile and, you know, kind of like skins and bones. And then sometimes they have a lot they have difficulty sleeping. It just depends on the depression and with depression medication management works well. Um, you know, seeing a therapist also works and, um, you know, dealing with coping. coping, um, the
0: coping strategies works as well. Um, we got a question from Love Football Girl. She always supports me. She said, can mental, you kind of uh, just talked about it, but can you expound on it some more for her? She said, can mental health problem disorders cause physical pain? Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, it, it can cause physical pain. Of course, it's a good idea to go to your doctor, first of all, to eliminate, to make sure it's not something else going on, like, you know, something else with your body. Um, but if all those things are eliminated, um, then, yeah, it, you know, a person, you know, could just not feel well due to depression or could, you know, their body just feels like blah due to, you know, depression or um anxiety so but first of all just always go to your doctor first to rule out to make sure that there's nothing else going on um but yeah mental illness um can you know cause physical symptoms to the so bad to the point that again most of the time people just don't feel like doing anything they just lay in a bed and you know have no energy to do much of anything
0: honey Mm -hmm. i need a favor yes what do you need? Okay, you're on here. Mm-hmm. You know how I am. like. Mm-hmm. So, were you on earlier when I was talking about the guy mm-hmm. from Twitter? Mm-hmm. He, he's in the chat right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And okay. I feel like I want to address him, but should I address him? First
1: of all, take a deep breath seriously, take a deep breath, like, one more time, one more time, now, what do you think, do you think that he is worth your energy at this point, when you're having a very productive show, where people are learning about um, you know mental health and the stigmas you think it's a good idea to address a person who you know clearly has nothing else you know to do but to disturb
0: your peace no he's not right. worth it go ahead honey uh, <laughs> I deal with him later um that's right let it be my wife was doing so well and nobody got time for that but um far as mental health there's also outside triggers not just inside triggers like mm-hmm. i just was about to have one uh right there but um i had a, i have a support system It's mm-hmm. luckily i had you right on here with me um i have my auntie she's she's my high auntie she told me <laughs> it's not worth to focus on my show which i'm going to do so with that said when you feel like like when before I got my bipolar diagnosis, I told you, I came to you. I said, honey, there's something wrong. And I was mm-hmm. like, I just don't feel like something is wrong. Like I need to talk to somebody mm-hmm. and you're always an advocate for it. If you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. So, mm-hmm. um, I went to talk to somebody and I did that. And luckily, like you were saying, having a relationship, like, I've been going, I've been seeing the same therapist now for about six or more months. So they know me, they build up because there's nothing worse when you feel like, because sometimes like me, I used to feel like if you go to somebody, of course, they're going to say something wrong. They want your money. They want you to keep Mm -hmm. coming. But since I had a relationship with this person and it was the VA, I mean, what money are they getting? I'm not paying them. It's free. So, you know, they're not getting paid by the client. Mm-hmm. So I was able to get my diagnosis and be comfortable with it and mm-hmm. be able to accept it. Um, of, of course I got put on more medications and things of that nature. And that goes into my question from Papa Whitelow. He said, is there an advantage to take prescribed medications over traditional therapies for mental illness? And I want to answer in my situation, I have to do both. I have to have, uh, physical prescription medication and i have to go to therapy i have to do both i can't do one or the other because then i will get off balance and um i could say me for me personally the medicine helps without a shadow of a doubt it helps me and you've been there those days where i'll just be so manic that i'll forget to take my medicine and you being my wife and being a therapist you know like First thing you say, you know what I'm gonna ask you, right? And I'll be like, What? Did you take your medicine? And I'll be like, No. Sometimes I'll just say yeah, because if I say no, you're gonna be like, go take it. (laughs) So and you know, and then I'll go take it. And then a couple hours, I'll be, you know, I'll come down or whatever the case may be. Um, so with that said, with his question of taking, um, is there an advantage to taking? uh prescribe medications over traditional therapy for mental illness
1: yeah so i'm not a psychiatrist right so i don't prescribe any medications but what i can tell you based upon my experience um you know personally and you know with my clients is um medication management works right but let me explain it from a physical side so for example we have diabetes right diabetes you know prince has talked about that a lot as well if you have diabetes you, you need medication. You need medication yes. or you need insulin. One of those two. If you don't have one of those two, you're gonna find yourself without a limb. You're gonna find yourself um in a diabetic coma or you're gonna find yourself dead. You know, it just happens that way. That's that's diabetes, right? So in order for diabetes to work well, you need medication, A, and you need to change your diet, right? In order to get your A1C down. Um, so if the same thing, let's say with bipolar two disorder. You need medication, you know, to kind of stabilize your mood so you're not manic all the time or depressed all the time. So you can kind of have the best happy medium as possible. So medication management does work. Now, I will say when people first start taking medication, sometimes it doesn't feel good. Sometimes a person may become nauseous. Sometimes they just it's just with any medication, you know, there's side effects. So what a lot of doctors usually say is you have to get a medication at least four to six weeks to work. After that, if it's still not working, they can change your dosage, They can change the medication or whatever the case is, but you have to give it an opportunity to work. Don't take it one day, but like, Oh, it don't work. I, I don't need this. That, that's not how it works. You, you have to, you know, give it a chance the same way you would with, with, um, with diabetes. And so and going back to the diabetes, if you don't eat right, then what's the point of, you know, really taking a medication is kind of counterproductive. So that's why you you need both, right, with diabetes medication management, as well as weight loss management. um, A lot of times it helps, especially with diabetes, too. So um, with bipolar disorder, too, you also need to have a therapist. That way they can talk to you about what are your triggers are you are you sleeping well are you eating good are you like what are some things you're incorporating in your morning routine what is your evening routine looks like you know are you protecting your peace you know like you need to have that person and talk to you about those things that's going on if there is a trigger like let's say if it's a person if it's a memory if it's um you know if it's your job then you know they're going to teach you ways to kind of Deal and cope with those things. No, it's not going to eliminate that problem, but at least you'll know how to deal with it and move before it. And also, it's important that your family members are educated about the mental um, health disorder, um, because or the mental illness. That way, they'll know how to, you know, help you as well. So they recognize the signs. Like all of a sudden, you're like, okay, I'm going to go out and buy a seventy thousand dollars truck. When, as you described, Prince, you know, maybe that person only makes fifty thousand dollars a year. Just doesn't make sense. So you want that family member to recognize those signs so that they can, you know, help protect you as well. Or you know, if they notice that you know you're in a bed a whole lot, um, and you're not eating, that way they can kind of, you know, know what to recognize there. Or if there's suicidal thoughts or ideations, they know how to um, help you there. And it's important to have a crisis plan too. If you do have. Um, a history of suicidal ideations, or or you've acted out in those, that way somebody will be aware of what to do. If there is um, any thoughts or actions there, they know who to call and how to best help you in that case. So that Hmm. answer the question, you you need both. Yeah,
0: you you did. (laughs) In a roundabout way, you said you need both. Yeah, you manage to throw shade on the dumbass. So I appreciate oh, that. I love okay. you so much. You're okay. so good. It was so let natural. Me say you this. <laughs> let me it say it this to you.
1: Just because you, just because a person has anxiety doesn't mean that medication, they have to be on medication. So that's why it's a good idea to, you know, go to a psychiatrist, go to your primary care doctor or whatever the case is, so that they always have to do an evaluation first. The evaluation comes first and then that's when they prescribe the medication. It, it doesn't happen all at once because the case may be, they may say, oh, where well, your symptoms are kind of now. So keep going to therapy and let me know how that works before they prescribe you medication. You know, a good psychiatrist, you know, shouldn't just automatically just throw medication at you just because, you know, so sometimes you may not need it. Their talk therapy can work well. CBT, what was on CBT therapy, DB it's all types of different therapies out there, Um, you know, could work well, you know, before going straight to medication. But Usually with bipolar disorder, um, one or two medication most of the time is needed.
0: Now, Papa has another one. And this is good for me, too, because sometimes you have to get on me about this as well. He Mm -hmm. asks, is paranoia a result of anxiety or are they separate issues? Because sometimes you have to tell me, too. you like, I'm your wife. I'm not against you. Like, because sometimes, like, I'll ask you a legit question and, like, I'll get upset. And then you'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not against you. I'm just asking you. Like, if I tell you, like, when I was like, I want to go back to school for my master's, She was like, okay, most people don't. You got one already. And I was legit upset. Like, you don't want me to do it. Oh, you was like, no, 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 no. I just, because I know you and show enough what happened, what, six weeks in? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm You're like, yeah, You're I'm like, already over thing?
0: it i'm over it what's the point i'm done like i don't want to do it anymore so with that said um paranoia because it can manifest itself in different ways Mm -hmm. for me you know sometimes i'm like like uh the lone people or ashley furniture i'll be like yo they like i bet you they knew a long time ago and you'll be like but you don't know like let it happen. So mm-hmm. is paranoia a result of anxiety or are they separate issues? So paranoia
1: and, you know, so there's a difference between worrying and, and being paranoid. So uh, anxiety typically, you know, is is, you know, you're just worrying a lot about things that are just completely out of, out of a person's control. Um, You know, like if I go outside and get hit by a car, you know, and you know those are sometimes it feels like um you know realistic fears, but paranoia is something like where a person feels like they're following them all the time, or you know they feel like if they get on the phone, people are listening to them when when that's not the case, or on their work computer they feel like you know the the man is watching them and things like that. So there, there's two different issues. So if a person does have a lot of paranoia, they always feel like somebody's watching and they always feel like somebody's following them, they always feel like you know, um, there's just this outside source that has never been founded that's you know out to get them. Then there could be another, um, another mental illness that could be present. Um, there's a lot of them, but you know, sometimes a paranoia, um, and hallucinations and all those things, it, it could be you know the beginning signs of schizophrenia but that's you know you that may not be the case but to answer your question um paranoia is not sometimes i guess it can be uh with um anxiety just that that worry um, but you just want to make sure it's not a worry where they always feel like somebody is calling them watching them or things like
0: that okay so mine is more anxiety more than anything that i'm always Cause I do sometimes think people be like, you know, I, get me, but I don't think it's an imaginary person. Like it'd be legit people. I'd be like, yo, like they ain't never like me anyway. They'd be like, it's the home furniture guy. He never even met you. Like, why do you think he don't like? Me? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. uh um, so um with that being said, um if you're having a quote unquote mental breakdown or you're having some type of issue that you feel like you don't have a good grasp of name some of the avenues or some of the ways you can reach out Mm -hmm. to get help whether you're employed not Mm -hmm. employed Mm -hmm. in a relationship Outside a relationship, like yeah. what what can you do?
1: Yeah. So the first step is. So I'll start with if you're if you're employed. So if you're employed and you have insurance, doesn't matter the company that you have insurance through, um, then you know most of the time, it it is a little bit easier to to find a therapist. So you can go to Psychology Today, um, and you can literally click all the. Um, the things that's going on with you. You can click your insurance carrier and, and you're type in your zip code and they will it, it will list a bunch of therapists um that are there. Like you can type in the gender you want, sexual orientation, all those things like they you can narrow it down pretty easily on uh psychologytoday.com. Um that's one way to that you can find a therapist. Um and then there's other like ones like um therapy for black girls like Obviously, if you're a a black woman and or a black girl, and you would like to, um, you know, find a therapist, you know, who looks like you, there's that one. There's also um, <laughs> Open Path, which Open Path, from my understanding, is for people who don't want to use their insurance. So the cost of therapy, I believe, is between thirty dollars and sixty dollars. Um, oh wow! There's um. Talkspace, there's BetterHelp. Those are online platforms. And, and open, no, yeah. So Talkspace and um, BetterHelp is online platforms. So those are like, you. it's like an app on your phone. They find you a therapist. I think the cost, I don't know if the cost is like $50 or $60, or it could be cheaper than that. But your therapist is going to be online. And sometimes they're not local. I mean, they may live in your state, but it's not someone that you can you know go openly see. Um, so if you do happen to have insurance, you know, you can start by looking at psychology today or you can go to your insurance. Like, let's say, for example, you have Cigna, you go to Cigna click on um, behavioral health, click on find a therapist, type in your zip code. And this will come up with a bunch of therapists who are in network with you. That way you don't have to worry so much about um, if you're going to have to pay more than what your copay would be. Um, so that's if you have Insurance. Also, if you have insurance um, through your employer, you can also use the EAP benefits. Um, EAP benefits um, typically cover between five or six sessions um, free through a therapist, but you have to find a therapist that's in network with um, that particular insurance plan or, you know, however your employer has that set up. Um, if you don't have insurance, then you can also call, you can go to psychology, Today and find a therapist and you can click on the sliding scale. That should be an option there where a sliding scale is basically a therapist will ask you, what is your income? And you tell them, let's say, for instance, you make $30,000 a year. Hopefully a good therapist will say to you, okay, if you make $30,000 a year, I know you can't afford $80, um per session, you know, that seems unreasonable. So I'm gonna be ba- they usually base it upon your income. So sometimes some therapists start their sliding scale. I've seen some start as low as thirty dollars, forty dollars, fifty dollars. Um and if you if that therapist isn't willing to work with you, find another one. You know, there's tons of therapists out there that you can try. I mean that you can find that hopefully will be within your budget. Um and then the other ones that I listed open path, um, talk space, those are those are also good. Um, what's another way to find a therapist? I mean, there's other websites out there that I may not even be familiar with, but um, when you're looking for a therapist, you want to make sure you find one that, you know, you see that will be comfortable with you. So for instance, a lot of people like to find someone that kind of looks like them. That way they feel like they're they're relatable. Maybe that may not be the case. Maybe they want someone completely different and they don't look like them. Maybe they, they're female, they want a male, whatever the case is. You know, you can base it upon, you know, read the profile too. Make sure you read your therapist's profile, um, you know, to see that as well. So I, I know I'm rambling. Did I answer your
0: question? No, you know, you're fine. <laughs> I can ramble all day. Um okay. So let's talk about. The dark side of therapy, and when I say the dark mm-hmm. side of therapy, how people go to—I don't want to say. Let's just say you—you you go to some people that may not have your best interest. Like mm-hmm. some people go to social media for therapy. I don't know why. Like mm-hmm. I can understand if you say anybody knows a good therapist than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you keep bringing up psychology today because that's pretty much a verifiable source. If you're mm-hmm. on psychology today, you had to send in your verifications mm-hmm. and they had to be verified and you you're good to go. Now, mm-hmm. what are some of the things to look for in I don't want to say a bad therapist, but something where it's not right. Like I remember it was a talk show where a guy was giving out advice and come to find out he went mm-hmm. to like a diploma mill where they're just giving stuff out and he was like some i don't know even what kind of therapies he was but he had been charging people he'd been on talk shows and he wasn't qualified to do what he was doing so mm-hmm. what are some ways you can make sure you're getting quality uh mm-hmm. uh therapy services yeah
1: so that stuff you know grinds my gears when i hear I've had that happen to me. I had to have I had well, someone tell me that recently. Hey, I went, you know, to see a therapist and um the therapist was having sessions at their home, like not like virtual sessions, like client pulls up at their house and have sessions and I was floored, like, huh? What? That 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 shouldn't happen. You know, you shouldn't unless you have like some specialized home where there's a separate entrance and all this extra stuff, you should not, you know, and you shouldn't be having their Anybody coming to your home for therapy, it just it shouldn't happen. Um, so there are instances where that happens, but you're like, you're right. So psychology today, you have to turn in all your credentials and then you'll have a check kind of like on, I guess, like Instagram or whatever the case, you're verified and it'll say verified. So that's one of the things that you want to look for when you're on psychology today is that, that person um their credentials have been verified. Um you also want to, you know, look at their license, like so for and all license information, you know, you don't have to do that. Hopefully psychology, they will verify that for you. But you know, a person's um, license information is always public. Um if they've had any type of um disciplinary actions that's public as well. So, you know, you can look for a therapist there are different licenses, there's like a LCSW, which is what I am. Sorry. Um there's um Oh, they just changed it. It used to be called LPC, but I don't want to disrespect my LPC friends. They have a different credential. I mean, a different name now. Um, and then there's like, it just depends. Like for, I have, um, golly, Princeton is really distracting me. Um, I have an LCAS license. So that's a licensed clinical I'm addiction, addiction specialist, meaning that I specialize in working with people who have addictions with um, like a substance abuse addiction. So if you need a therapist for a substance abuse addiction, you want to find somebody that has experience in working with people with substance abuse disorders. So like if a, if a therapist mainly only deals with mental health and that's their only experience, hopefully they're not trying to treat people who have Um, alcohol use disorder, cocaine use disorder, or any of those things. Hopefully, um, you know, so you wanna, when you go on psychology today, you wanna click the issues that you have, that way you'll find somebody that's a good fit. If possible, you know, you wanna find somebody that's nearby that way. I know we're doing a lot of virtual therapy right now, But if you want, like, a long-lasting, you know, therapeutic relationship, you want to have a therapist that's, you know, close by. That way, you can have a safe place to go to. (laughs) Yeah, for instance, wanted me to unlock his phone. But um, you want to have a safe place to go to. For me, I was only doing virtual sessions, but now I'm doing in-person because um, a lot of my clients they, they want to come to their safe place. They want to get away from the kids. They don't want their spouse hearing what they're going through. Um, they, it's just a lot going on. So they want to go to their safe place. So you want to try to find a therapist. Hopefully that's nearby you geographically, um, if possible. Um, and then also, like Prince mentioned, sometimes you may have someone that may call themselves a therapist, but they're not. You know, the reality is they're not. They may have went to school and studied a little bit of psychology, but um, they're they're not a therapist. But a lot of times therapists accept major insurance. If they don't, I mean they maybe they just don't because they don't want to deal with the insurance. But most of the time um therapists who have been through, you know, the ringer with school, um, you know, accept uh, <laughs> I see me and they accept um major insurance companies as well. But you know, just do your research. Don't just pick the first person you see on psychology today. Really read their profile, really, you know, see what they're about. Um, call them because that's what most clients do. Like they'll reach out to me by phone. I'll set up a phone consultation and I'll spend about 15, 20 minutes talking to them to see if they're a good fit. If they're not, if we realize we're not a good fit, then I'll refer them out to another therapist that I feel like is a better fit for them. So Hopefully, when you reach out to that therapist, they're not just like, "Okay, well, just set up an appointment and show up tomorrow." Uh, hopefully, they spend some time doing a phone consultation with you to see if you both are a good fit for each other.
0: And that's very important. What you just said at the end—that if they, if you're not a good fit, they're trying to refer you to somebody else. They're not just mm-hmm. like, "Well, if I can't help you, then screw you," or you know, yeah. whatever. Good luck finding somebody. Better mm-hmm. than me, you know, so you know, because yeah. it is a fraternity, it is a sisterhood. So, mm-hmm. with that said, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. I know you got to get ready for our um Instacart order that should be arriving pretty soon. Oh, it
1: arrived before I got
0: on. Oh, it's Mr. already yeah. Doritos, yeah. Why do you think he has? Oh, a that's why he was quiet, he was eating yeah. Doritos, was eating the eating Dorito Doritos. Ninja, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Dorito Ninja. But yeah. thank you for coming on, my love my Thank everything. you
1: so much for having me. There's so um, much more to learn about mental health, and I want to say this. Um, if you have any questions, anything I didn't answer, um, if you need more clarification, feel free to message me, um, and I can try to point you in what? the right direction. Don't what? pay for any attention. What? Um, <laughs> anyway, so listen, I want to listen, I say this, though. this is important, though, because this happens to me a lot. No offense to anyone that has reached out to me. Um, if I, if I know you personally, like, meaning we're Facebook friends, I can't be your therapist. It's against my code of conduct. I just can't. So, but that doesn't mean that you can't reach out to me and I will find you somebody that is in your area. So feel free to reach out to me and I'll help you find someone. But if we know each other personally, like we're cousins, we're friends. We're Facebook friends. That means we know each other personally, or Instagram, whatever the case is. I I I can't be your therapist, but I can definitely help you find.
0: Someone. So That's you can't fit. be Cardi B therapist. You follow?
1: Oh uh, 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 no, I love Cardi B. And also, a therapist, you know, is licensed by state. So I'm in North Carolina. If you're in South Carolina, I'm not licensed there yet. It's coming, but not there yet. Um, so a therapist needs to only see the, you know, people within the state that they're that they're they're
0: so, with that said, tell everybody where they can find you, your business, everything. Give out girl, listen. Give out your credentials. <laughs> so,
1: I was going to make a business Instagram, but I know that would be too much for me to keep up with. Um so, I am on Instagram at taika my first name TYEKA. Um on Facebook, taika blue. Um my um My website is essentialwellnesscounseling.com. That's where you can find me um, on my website. There's a chat feature on the website where you can, you know, click the bubble and it will reach out to me instantly. Um, If you have any questions or concerns, as I mentioned before, you can send me a message and I'll try to help you, you know, find a therapist. And unfortunately, I can't I can't be your therapist, but I know a lot of great people in South Carolina and North Carolina, um, and even not in those states, so we can look and find some some good therapists for you all.
0: Thank you so much for yeah. joining us. That was very informative. Thank you for being here for not letting me snap on a old dude, but you know I'm gonna get him because yeah. I'm petty. Yeah. You know I can't let. Oh, let it me go. say
1: this. I forgot this. I want, I don't know if I said this already, but this is another thing I always say. Um, and this is to my people. It's okay to have Jesus, right? I love Jesus, obviously. It's okay to have Jesus and a, and a therapist what? as well. <laughs> it's okay to have Jesus and a therapist as well. So you don't, you, just because you're um, a Christian doesn't mean that, you know, seeing a therapist means that you have less um, faith in God. Um, so just make sure. And also if you see a therapist, make, if you want a therapist that's Christian-based, click that too on um, on psychology you can get everything suggested. if you
0: want like a yeah. midget therapist just if you, type you want to you
1: whatever you want you know <laughs> there should be an option to click there because some therapists like me I'm very objective like if someone comes to me and they tell me they're wicked, they worship the devil whatever the case is what? I'm still going to be their therapist I'm not going to turn them down just because of that's what they believe in that's not that's not who who I am so and you know I you guess. just have to yeah that's that so if you want a Christian what? therapist or whatever the case is, <laughs> click, click on psychology today and you can find whatever you want, but okay. Bro, anyway.
0: we are going to deal with it. Um, Honey, send me your info real quick so I can add it to the comments. Cause people want your info in the comments, your contact info and stuff like that. Send that to me. So while she's getting that prepared, I have something for y'all right now. Cause she's been waiting patiently. I don't, everybody wants to be a, a star. Come on, sweetheart. She she told me she's been good all week. She wants me to give her thirty seconds to explain her uh toy. So while her mom's getting that together, um, she's gonna go ahead and explain. It. Go ahead, go ahead. It's your time. Go ahead. Uh, they can't hear you. Um, this toy first, and then this toy. Um... Go ahead. Um, this toy punches, and it's a button can make it punch. This button can make it punch, and this toy this is a button can make it fly. And you can connect it together. Okay. Okay. Get out of here. <laughs> All
1: right. Should it work?
0: Ah. <sighs> okay, people. Um. Okay, people. So that was my daughter. I don't know if you heard a lot of it, but she wanted to get her little toy thing out. So it, it was all good. But my wife, uh, she did you send me the information?
1: I thought I sent it to you in this chat. Where do I need to send it? In your text?
0: No, so you'll have did oh there it is. Never mind. I got it, y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I got it right here. Booyah. That's her website. Oh, I'm sending it to the wrong people. I'm sending it back to you. <laughs> That's her website, um, essential essentialwellnesscounseling.org, and her name on IG is at Taika. You can't is 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 right. <laughs> um, so with that being said, thank you, honey. I appreciate it. I'll be downstairs. Thank red Um. Uh, I love you. Thank I'll you. love you more. Okay. Talk to the people. I'm gonna eat. All right, eat. Get out of here. She's gone. Now it's petty time. Now, okay, we no, but for real. Before I get into my petty rant, um, I hope y'all got something for from, uh, what my wife was uh trying to tell you. Um, like I said, she's a brilliant therapist, and I'm not just saying because She's my uh, wife. She's very good. She wants to help people. She has a helping spirit. If she can't help you or she can't work with you, I promise you she'll find somebody that can work with you. So just um, get in contact with her, please get in contact with me and I'll push you to her. This is not trying to sell her anything. Y'all know me. I don't I don't do this for money. I do this because I want to reach out for y'all, reach out to y'all. And this is therapeutic for me. And this show is more for y'all for anything. It's for um I just want everybody to get better. I want people to have a chance. So because I know like I told y'all, I just broke it to y'all. I have major depressive disorder. I also have bipolar two disorder. So I'm dealing with my own thing. So I'm not telling y'all to do something that I'm not going through. I I seek help. I seek therapy. I take medication I cope I I do what I have to do. I have my good days I have my bad days. I have my Bad weeks. Um, at times I had a bad month, but I get help and I have a great support system. I have a great family. So, um, and if you need to talk to me about anything, I promise you, y'all know I used to be a cop. So, if you don't want something to get out or you don't need it to get out, and I'm not a therapist, but I could tell you how I cope. And you know, I could just be a listening ear and just, you know, I'm always I'm a positive person to tell you guys. That you can do anything. Um, so um, with that said, it's petty time. So my brother uh black aka Yusef, he said, wait, what? How's mess who's messing with my little bro? Do I need to pull up what I missed? No, 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 bro. No, 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 no. Trust, trust your little brother. If I need help. You know I'll come to you. this is small potatoes, pretty much got a guy who you know he just he just hates for some reason, but like I told him before, when he hates that's delicious like it's like it's like cake, and you know what cake is to a fat diabetic it tastes good. so when he hating and then he comes in my chat too, he comes on my show. Oh, man, I'm just eating that up. Like chocolate molten lava cake. Like, you know the cake where you cut it in the middle and then the chocolate just oozes out the cake? That's his hate. It's like delicious. It's like, give me more cake. I love cake. So I hope that you have fun in your Kia Stinger. And I hope that Kia Stinger has spikes on the seat so when you sit down... It pokes you in your dumb ass. How about that? Get that. Poke you right in your dumb ass. Thank you for showing up. Guess what you just did? You contributed to being a viewer, dummy. Thank you. I'll take it. But, um. Oh, hey, Stace. Um, Stacy has uh, joined me. Uh, Stacy Lyons if y'all don't know it's Stacy Lyons and it's Tracy Lyons twins went to high school with them I kid you not two of the most sweetest uh back then young women that I have ever met like they were twins like look li- like no I ain't talking that fake like where one is like black and then one is white no no no, no. these were identical like nothing separates them apart but I always can separate her apart. But nobody else can. But she's always been a big supporter of me. Even helped me with my homework a few times. So she's doing big things, man. Like, um, say, don't let me mess it up. Captain, right? Which one? Because I know y'all doing something like doctors, lawyers, something. Y'all, y'all just always been super smart. Y'all doing a lot. Let me know in the comments so I can get it right. But anyway, Stacy said, this was so eye-opening. The last two relationships I was in, they suffered from mental health issues. I loved them both, but both pushed me away. It's so refreshing to see you dealing with your mental health and still thriving and loving with a healthy, loving family. They are both There are both things both of the men I was with didn't think they were deserving of. I wish they both could see this. Yes. Okay, here we go. Tracy is the captain in the army. Man, listen, man. Think, uh, I don't think you understand. Captain in the army means they're doctors. Okay? Doctors. Okay? Just to let y'all know that. But, Tracy, I hate that um you went through that. But as you know, as I know, as any good man knows, a good woman knows, when something is right for you, it will be right on time, and you, and you are deserving of anything, everything good that comes your way. And if that was the case with those two people, I don't know them from Adam and Eve, but I can just say from the outside looking in, uh, they um, I hope that they get the help that they need. And when you're dealing with somebody in a relationship with... um mental health issues um as myself my wife could tell you she already got off that um it's hard i'm not going to sit here and tell you it's easy you think it's easy when i tell my wife i want to be a guitarist a famous guitarist or i tell her i want to be a sports agent and then the next day or the next week or whatever it is the next time i'm like she's like hey did you do your homework i'm like I don't want to do that. That's stupid. I'm not doing my homework. These are the things you don't understand. And it like snowballs because you know, you get punished and you do all this, and then you get depressed. You get in your feelings, you get in your mood, and you don't want to do something. And then the wife, I don't want to say is frustrated, but she's trying to figure out what's wrong because she got to fix it on multiple levels. Um, but like I said, I've been thankful and I've been blessed. I had a great support system and I was never afraid to get help. So, even through the military and as a police officer, I always got help. Um uh, with with the police department, you got 6 free EAP um sessions a year. I used them all. Every single year I used them. And then I paid out my own pocket. A lot of people don't know the same way you could go get eyeglasses braces, whatever it is, right underneath, it's mental too, mental health specialist. It shows the copay right there. Sometimes, like my wife said, there's many avenues where if you don't want to go through insurance, you could pay out your own pocket, or there's free services. I went to a lot of free services. I went to local churches where they were doing counselors, where they were having counselor sessions. It would be group, but I'll be in there. It's Listen, it's a lot of ways to get help. I don't want nobody in there to be by the wayside because they think that they're not important or their problems aren't important, no matter how small, no matter how big like your problems it may not ignore people who say, "Oh, that's not a big deal. They don't know or they may be just ignorant, but you know that something's wrong, so go get help. It's people out there that will that help you. No matter what the problem is. especially specialist for everything. So with that said, thank y'all for tuning in. I hope everybody has a rest, uh, blessed evening, a rest of the week. Like I said, Blue Manor is coming up on Wednesday. I can't wait. Such a blessing. Um, I'm so excited. Thank y'all for the continued support. Without Without any support. I can't do this. Um, There's big things coming on the way. Um, Stuff that I can't announce yet because, you know, you got to go through people, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. They got to make sure everything's good before they announce it. But it's big thing coming for real time with Prince Blue. It's going to get. I just can't. I'm not even going to go into it, but just stay tuned. But if you need to see this again or see it again, it'll be on stream on Facebook. Twitter wherever it is Periscope but if you need to hear it again please subscribe to my uh, podcast my show. Um, I will put the link in the um, I will put the link in the pres- in the uh, comment box and if you need anything or if you want to subscribe to it, please um, please check it out. Um, I'm about to add it right here. This is my link. It shows. It, it tells you where you can find my podcast, all the um, the platforms I'm on, Um, please, please uh, subscribe and listen in your car. Listen, if you're at work, I'm trying to make it fun. As always. Bob Ross says there are no there are no mistakes. Just happy little accidents. That includes you, whatever it is that you're going through. Okay? So, with that said, I'm out. Have a good night. Good luck, LeBron. You're still not the GOAT. Ha <laughs> Everybody, Bye. be safe. I love y'all. Thank y'all. Bye. Bye. Hey, what are you doing here?